There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. First, we got to start with John Hamm. Oh, yes. Married I get a little married action, yes. Don Draper is yes. married, and not only did John marry a woman uh, that he met on the last episode of Mad Men that was filmed in Big Sur, but he ends up marrying this gal and they end up getting married basically in the same place where the Mad Men finale was filmed where the Don Draper comes up with the Diet Coke commercial. I'd like to teach the world to say. The Coke. The Coke Mm -hmm. commercial. And she had pigtails. She was the receptionist at the spiritual Retreat, yes. where Don gets the idea, and she had pigtails, and mm-hmm. the wedding venue wasn't the only Mad Men inspired part of the wedding, because John and I want you to get this song ready, Grant. <clears throat> and John is fifty two, she's thirty five, and he gets together with her the same year he splits with his partner of eighteen years. Yep, even though they had met. There could have been some overlap. Let's let's put it that way, okay? Let's just say that the Hamaconda wasn't uh, at home every night. Um, well, he was filming. In 2014. That's right. That's right, Julia. Anyway, um, so, but they walked down the aisle, mm-hmm. okay, to Nancy Sinatra's 1967 James Bond theme song called You Only Live Twice, which also appeared in Mad Men's season five finale. And that song plays when Don makes the decision to cheat on his new young wife, you know. And I can't remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He realizes he's never going to be faithful. Oh, he's uh, never going to be faithful. So this is the song they walk down to i didn't even know nancy sinatra did this song i didn't either yeah and it's uh for the bond uh movie you only live twice here we go this is what they walked down to oh oh. and it wasn't even the instrumental it was this version of it too yes wow yes yes so (laughs) yeah make of that what you will well, listen, people, but uh, breaking news, man, in his 50s, ready to have children with a woman in her 30s. <laughs> the sky is blue over here, over here. The sky is blue, but it was John Slattery was there, Tina Fey, Billy Crudup, Larry David, Brooke Shields, Big Big Sir, you know, like you want to know someone with Paul a private Rudd. jet. Was yeah. It, I was, feel like Larry David had everyone fly on his jet. 
That's, was Tina Fey was that connection from Bridesmaids when wasn't he, didn't John Hamm? He was on Thirty Rock. But what oh, was, he was but, on yeah. 30. But remember, he was like the the annoying yeah, he was. booty call boyfriend yeah. to Tina Fey. I think they go, they go they go back. way back. Yeah, huh? yeah, that's cool. Anyway, there were like a hundred people at the wedding, and um, so anyway, but I just thought that is that's just a weird little detail, um, you know, about them. They got married in Anderson Canyon, and that's a strange song they had it, it, to me i would have rather they you got married to zuby zuby zoo that would have been very funny now that would have been very remember we were just funny. so obsessed with zuby yes, zuby we zoo were. and that was uh when she is was that don draper's that was that his new wife no, was yeah, the yeah. dark-haired, short, yeah. dark-haired gal from um, yeah, and a that's Canadian the actor, that's Zuby, the song Zuby, Zuby, Zuby. Oh, that was so Zuby. funny. Oh, in Mad Men? Yes, in Mad Men. yes. Okay, I've got And she okay. sings it and kind of performs it for him. Zuby, Zuby, Zuby. Zoo. And Jennifer um, Westfeld. Westfeld was his very long-term... Um, 18 years uh, they've been together. And she got famous. She co-wrote, co-produced, and starred in the 2002 indie film Kissing Jessica Stein. Stein yes, that was a cute movie. And um, movie. she was also known for writing, producing, and starring in um, some other things. She was on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I think, Julia, that that caused friendship rift when she and John Hamm broke up because they were like, they were the couple everyone loved to hang everyone out with. Everyone loved to. Yeah, and John yeah. Hamm, I thought, went to treatment. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. After that. And, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, well, anyway, those two are married. I miss that show was... So, so much good. fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was. And if people haven't cast. watched it, oh, please. Yeah, it's fantastic. Epic, epic show. I'm jealous. Um, Cameron Diaz supposedly, now my sourcing on this is not like the greatest, but she supposedly regrets the um, bickering that she was having with Jamie Foxx on the set. And she was having it. Of this movie yes. in Atlanta when they were filming back in action for Netflix. And, um, you know, the film was not finished. I know it wasn't. And, and apparently they got in, they got into at least one very bad disagreement and uh, anyway, she just feels bad about it. Now, I don't know that I trust the reporting, like I said, on that. But because um, we don't know what exactly happened to Jamie. It's all been very, you know, messy, sad and confusing. Yeah, we don't know. And um... But Cameron was at home racked with guilt about her. I guess they got in an onset shouting we, match. We heard about this. We read about this and we reported on this. We didn't want to. No, but... um. They, you know, he kind of brought he bad. brought her out of retirement. Yes, he, he did. He because did. they had starred in that horrible movie Annie, which drove her immediately into retirement, <laughs> and then she came back out as a result of yeah. his asking her to. Right, and then the movie wasn't finished. I just want to thank um, Margaret. She mm-hmm. just wanted to know that the bridesmaid beauty booty call. John Hamm's character was Kristen Wiig's booty call. That's not right. Tina Fey's. Thank you. Thank so you. Thank you, yeah. Margaret, for that update. That's um, right. But he I, was a really a great himbo. Oh. <laughs> and I feel like he kind of has a little that like, characteristic in real life. Oh, yeah. First, I feel very. Definitely. Definitely. I feel very like. You know what? Sometimes when you're really real, super smart and I everything, know, but, but he just feels. This is the downside of being really good looking, Julia. 
People, you know this from experience. Okay, Grant. No, Grant, I didn't for say this. For you. No, wait I didn't say it. this. I didn't say what this. What are the many downsides? No, I didn't say this. But sometimes when someone is really breathtakingly good looking, whether it's handsome, beautiful, or whatever, you you do get a slide by with so much, uh, just because of how hot you look. So you can't help but maybe be not always on top of everything, Julia. Is that you it? just don't have to be. That's that's the thing. You, know, you don't have to be. Yeah, you don't have to be. Because people will do whatever you want. Yeah, i got to yeah. give you a little update. We were talking about right. Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Now his co-star, Portia um, Coleman, yeah. was at the BET Awards, I think. Right. Uh, shares an update on his recovery. He's doing great, and he'll be back. Okay, that's, that's saying nothing, but that's the way to handle after months of confusion, misinformation, and speculation, fans of Jamie Foxx, including former stars, last week said, just give me a call, Jamie. I'm concerned about you. But she, Portia Coleman, said, I've talked to people very close to Jamie or Fox. He's doing well. I hate that the media outlets keep running with the narrative of what was going on without having the proper information. Well, you're a public figure. You could do a short press release. Yeah. But um, all we know is that he experienced a medical complication. Mm-hmm. It, which the Hollywood speak is that for insurance reasons, they do mm-hmm. not want to disclose what is going on. The latest is that Katie Holmes, who dated Jamie Foxx oh, for a while, is that? allegedly... He was the, her bridge out of Tom Yes, Yes, Cruise. you're right. He's allegedly sick. About not knowing yeah. what's going on, according to Radar. Yeah, uh, Katie's worried about and sick about Jamie. She and Jamie didn't end on the best of terms. No, no. But regardless, she's she wanted very to get concerned. Married, but he knew that it was he wasn't right. He Jamie doesn't. Jamie will. Jamie does what Jamie he's wants. He's not gonna. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to get married again. You know. And sometimes that does happen to people. They just get to the point where they're just like, nope, I, I'm not you know? good at it. You know, I I don't want to. There could be all kinds of delightful right. reasons for not doing it, you know. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. Who can say? Um, Angela Bassett and Mel Brooks will be getting honorary Oscars at the upcoming Oscars. I'm in March very of happy to hear about that. Yes. Is this a reference to, uh, no, no, it's just, they do the honorary Oscars, okay. you know, every year. And it's Angela Bassett, Mel Brooks, Carol Littleton are going to get the, uh, uh, Oscars. And of course, a- Angela, you know, over 40 wow. years in the business and Mel Brooks, of course, um, he's already got he's an EGOT, and this Carol Littleton is a film editor. I can't believe Mel Brooks never won. No, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The but they just want to celebrate him again. Yeah, he's he's a true EGOT winner. This is an honorary Oscar, but uh, Littleton is a film director. This Carol, she was Spielberg's film uh, editor on E.T., The Big Chill, Places in the Heart, The Manchurian Candidate. She's like an epic uh, film editor, and she's like 96 years old. So that's kind of nice for her to be getting, or excuse me, Mel Brooks is 96. Carol is like 80-something. So anyway, but yeah, that's I happening. like that. I like Very that cool. a lot, and Angela, Angela. Bassett gets her thing, and yes. then everyone's happy. And yes. guess what? We're going to be happy when we come back, because Grant is giving us the dirt alert. All right. 
it's Laurie and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage and David and his great team who we absolutely, absolutely love. He, you know, this is an interesting time. Okay, so we had a house, a condo that I saw from a realtor friend of mine in my development on Thursday. Oh, boy. It was sold by Friday. Oh, my gosh. People are... um, People are going way over because there's, you know, people, you want what you want when you want it, which yeah. means be pre-approved. Get be everything get ready. It's sold over asking, plus no inspection, plus 25 grand more. I mean, oh just, my you know, so people are going, paying a lot over just because they want to get in the house they want. And one of the biggest things you need to know is what can you afford and be pre-approved because that's the way to go. So David and his team will get you all ready and they handle everything for you. They're so fabulous. You'll love them. 763-251-8000. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant. What's up, guys? What's, what's going on? Well, we've got to start this uh, Dirt Alert out with a notable obituary. So we're going to start this one on a sad note, and then we're okay. going to pump it up a little bit after that. But let's just remember Frederick Forrest. If you remember Frederick, he was an actor who played yeah. in Apocalypse Now, and he also had an uh, Oscar nominee for his uh, role in The Rose the with Bette Midler. The Rose opposite Bette Midler. And Frederick Forrest? Forrest, yeah. yes. He played, you know, her manager, mm-hmm. the guy, and then he played the... Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. Yeah, he has passed away at the age of 86 oh. on Friday in Santa Monica. Uh, his family. God, he his was that was, old. Yeah, he was eighty six. Yeah, this was confirmed by his family or well, his sister Ginger Jackson. And um, he looked young, though. Something about his blonde hair or something didn't gray. He looked young, and he had a full head of hair too. Yeah. Yeah, so Bette Midler wrote, uh, The great and beloved Frederick Foster has died. Thank you to all his fans and friends for all their support these last few months. Uh, he he was a remarkable actor and brilliant human being, and I was lucky to have him in my life, He mm-hmm. and he was at peace. So. Now, that would be a movie worth re-watching The Rose, because that, that takes place, you know, in a specific time and place, yep. so it doesn't really age out, because mm-hmm. it is like in the... That was like such a good sixties. Such early, a good book. Early, it's so good. Yeah. So good. So good. And he was was he her manager? Oh, for God's sakes. Why don't you Google it? Yeah, I am sick I just, of being Google. I just feel like he was her <laughs> manager, say, but he was, he was in, in Point Blank. He was in Murphy Brown I, TV series. Yeah, many, many Valley things. Girl. He Valley, was also yes, Valley Girl. Valley Girl. I've known right. him forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but yeah, Francis Ford Coppola, who was the director of Apocalypse Now, also said Freddie Forrest was a sweet, much beloved person, mm-hmm. a wonderful actor and good friend. His loss is heartbreaking to me. So he hasn't been in a movie, it looked like since two thousand and six. Long time, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Not for long not for a while. But very okay. popular roles. So we have to remember that. And um let you know, Sarah Ferguson did- I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's just of York. Did you guys hear 
uh, that she went she into breast cancer, breast cancer and mm-hmm. she's going into surgery, learning that she had uh, an early form of breast cancer. Oh, so she's no. having surgery right now. Oh, not this very moment, but she will be going into surgery oh, for her dear. breast cancer. Yeah. Oh, this is the gosh. ex-wife of Prince Andrew. She did not want to have this much tea to talk about on her <laughs> podcast. That's true. Harry <laughs> Dean, I'm going back to the rose because I'm looking at who was yeah. in that. Harry Dean Harry Stanton. Dean Stanton. Was in that, yeah. David Keith. Um, this is an incredible um, movie. Doris Roberts. It is like the Janis Joplin story. Yes, it is. It's it was a good it one. Basically, oh, is. that is. It, 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 it is the Janis story. Joplin. Oh, story. then I gotta check that. Yeah, out. Oh, you it's do. Great. You do. That's cool. And Bette Midler was so great in that. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it is basically everyone acknowledge it was the loosely based version yes, of, of Janis, Janis Joplin. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Well, let's go on to uh, having another family outside your original family. Dog the Bounty Hunter has revealed uh, that he secretly fathered a son named John. And he did this in a very awkward way. So, um, this has only a dog bounty hunter yeah, can do it. Uh, yeah. for the, you know, this, he was, I don't know the exact date, but it was either last week or just recently. It was the, the, um, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the memory, not the memory, but the, the one year anniversary, four year anniversary. Thank you. Of his wife's passing. But then he said, so he, he talks about his child he had with another woman. But he got married right after she passed. Yeah, I know. He's, it's all but, trouble. But, but, but this son was definitely not a part of that marriage. This son no. was a lot older. This was previous to that. This son is now married himself. And so he said that now a day that I can basically remember it as a sad day, I can remember as a good day because I found out, he said, quote, that I just found out that I had fathered this man, John. Dog, get on back to the kennel with your story about wanting to talk today and tying it into Beth's anniversary of her. No, No, thank you. Wrong time, wrong place. Yeah, not today, mister. That's pretty taggy. It is. That's so... But he's always felt a little off and tacky. But to me. I mean, that explanation makes no <laughs> sense. Exactly to say I oh, want to turn a sad one into a good one. No, you uh, you remember the sad one. You you honor your ex wife, and then you take another time to just announce that you had a, a right, secret family. That's right? Just, Not you're trying oh, to. I'm like Lord. Awful, awful. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. A little uh, royal auction thing going on here. Did you do you, do you guys know about Princess Diana's iconic black sheep sweater that yeah. she wore? Have you guys heard about it? I that? actually do. This was in her mumsy doodle stage when her kids were like one, two, and three. When you dress, Did have a bow on when it? you dress, like, kind of like a character from one of the children's books you're, you're reading. So from. It was an funny. all all red sweater. We call it the mumsy doodle phase. <laughs> Definitely, it was. Well, yeah. So she wore this back yeah. in 1981 to Prince Charles polo matches, mm-hmm. and so this was an all red with all white sheep across it, and then one black sheep right. Oh. By the, by the left boob, but this was cool because it was accidentally found by I believe it's Southberry, uh, Southbet or. Sotheby's. 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 Sotheby's announced that they were randomly going through an attic searching for old patterns. And then in the small box, they came across the actual sweater that she wore during this, you know, this time of her life. And they're going to put it up for auction and they expect it to get around $80,000 to $100,000. Oh, I wonder if the girl who has my um, first wedding dress still has that dress. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> who Would is it be that? worth anything? Who was that again? I'll just say JL. All right, there you go. All right. And it was boxed and everything. I know. So it is even right, the like the tissue in the darts. (laughs) 
I mean, that was a beautiful dress. That was a beautiful dress. You're hysterical. You had, Lori, had beautiful wedding dresses. Two last stories revolving Tina Turner to end this one out. We've got a little bit of time here. First one, Angela Bassett was Bassett, excuse me, who we just talked about is going to get that Oscar um, honor. She was talking about her planning for the role to play Tina Turner and what she had to do to, to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Tina's biopic, That's What's right. Love Got to Do With It. She said that she trained for 16 hours a day. Filming began with a two and a half hour workout at five in the morning, then 10 hours of choreography, followed by more filming. Her arms are still the gold standard of any um, amazing, really blazing, strong female arms. Tina yep. Turner via Angela Bassett. Yep. Just like really, just that's what... That's it. And right Patty there. LaBelle at the BET Awards was honoring Tina last night or on Sunday night as well. And she was singing one of her songs. And simply the best. Simply the best. Exactly. And couldn't they were saying, oh, she couldn't remember the words. She's not that she couldn't remember the words. All the fans got excited. They stepped in front of the teleprompter. So, and and so she couldn't remember read the, the words. She yeah, couldn't read, read the words. The words. <laughs> she couldn't read the words. But in, I don't blame it, her. Remember, read. What's the difference? Damn, Patty's 79 years old. Don't be coming after her now. Thank Come you. On. Yeah, she, I need that, too. She even had fun with it. As she was doing it, she was singing, I can't see the words. words. I don't know. I'm trying, y'all. I please move. That. So she like played <laughs> along with it and had fun and then got right back on track and everybody had fun. It. So. Yeah, it was a fun little uh, Tina Turner end there for the Dirt Alert. Thanks, Grant. Well, you know, The Bachelorette is coming back. You know, Love Island. We've got, you know, in July, we have a lot of these, like, uh, dating shows. Temptation Island's even back. Temptation Island is back. Is Bachelor in Paradise happening? Not until. That doesn't happen until the end of the summer. Oh, okay. Um, But um, anyway, you know, people are... Dating that haven't thought about dating. People are getting back into, into you know, into things. And so I came across this story and I thought, well, I want to see if I agree and if you guys agree with this uh, matchmaker friend of mine by the name of Luann Ward. Okay. Oh, besties. Besties. <laughs> and Luann is a matchmaker. I would not <clears throat> proclaim myself to be a matchmaker, although I have been involved in two successful long-term soul love matches. I've been involved in, mm-hmm. well, indirectly yours and Casey's. Yes. And then right. another one that uh, they met in college through me. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, I mean, we so had another matchmakers. one. No, we had another one at Carlson Companies. It didn't last very. Well, it, then they don't count. Well, they lasted a good while. Well, all right, all right. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> all right, fine. all right, fine. <laughs> anyway, my matchmaker uh, friend, she said, unlike, unlike, um, like women shouldn't confuse what they're looking for. With what men see is valuable. Okay. And so she said women... So there's different priorities. There are different priorities. And, like, the things that men do not care about okay. when it comes to women, these are what are what's important to a man. Okay. Okay. What is not important is your academic achievement. A man does not find... A He's, female's academic achievement, sexy or really, they're not they're impressed. not impressed. 
at all. That's too bad. Mm. It is, but that's but, too bad. But, but that's the truth. Difference. Don't waste your time on that. Instead, don't bring your resume. Instead, men are more <laughs> concerned with the fact that you are comfortable and confident about yourself. Okay, yes, that's a great. If point. you want to project your boss status, you do it that way. All right. Okay, rather than. Bragging about, about your, your work way, yeah. yeah, just show like, versus do or tell. yeah, yeah, Got yeah. So, okay, and then um, guys are also do not care about how busy your social life is. <laughs> that you are going places, you've got a lot of plans, you got stuff going on. They just don't care about all that blah blah blah. They really just care about how you look physically, okay? And do you have like do, do you seem like you have a home, like a place you care about? You know, do you seem like That's you're awesome. healthy? Are you hungover a lot? I mean, whatever. Do you work out? I feel like that would be why. They, they want to know more about how you are. They don't really care about who you had lunch with or that you of went course. to. But they don't care about that. But a lot of women will spend time boring <laughs> a guy. Bragging. Boring. I love that. Boring somebody. But, you know, they're, uh, to me, it's boring. Thank you. I'm with you. Um, About that. Instead, right? if you're going to, you know, humble brag, you humble brag about, you know, the power walk that you took, you know. That you did 27,355 steps something. and still didn't win the walking challenge. Yeah, something. That's what you, but I get yeah. mad about it. So yeah, and then brag. I dropped By the way, should a we compare coffee steps? cake at a nursing home for my friends. <laughs> yeah. hey. Okay, just yeah. saying. Just a regular okay. day. Um, and then, um, so like, oh, also uh, guys really do not care about... Um, like you don't have to say that you're set for money or, um, but you don't. Ah, uh, Grant's looking at you funny, and so am I. Uh, I'm sorry, they don't want to know you're in debt. No, they don't want to yeah. know but that. They want, but to, they don't want to know like how rich your parents are. They no, don't want. No. But they want to know you're not in debt. You're, you're not financially responsible. That you are financial, yeah. and you I mean, have. I think this is important that you're compatible with, ever, for with ever, values and spending, spending and saving. Spending and, and saving. Okay, yeah. I should have. I should have because uh, that's not true at all. Qualified that they don't want to know how rich your parents are. Yeah, no. You unless, don't get points for unless that. They have unless they're Jeff Bezos rich. And they have a condo <laughs> yeah. in Naples. Right, right. And they've got a private jet right. you can go on rides right. on. These right, are important fine. things to know. Okay, so that's where we're differing from totally. the Luan. All of those above. Totally. Um, let's say, well, your rich parents, you know, you know, she doesn't think, um, I disagree. Okay. If it can help you out in the situation, why Luan not own it? said a man <laughs> hears, Grant agrees so okay. much. Grant, uh, Luann said when a man hears the line, well, I don't need a man. He will often check himself out of the situation because men kind of. Like to be needed. needed. Yeah. And that yes. just seems like not a, I think it's a dumb thing to say. 
Maybe you mean it, maybe you don't, but it doesn't need to be said out loud. You're right. I think men like How to be. That? I think that's the way, the best way to put it. Men don't want to be. Don't they want to be needed in like a emotional way, kind of? But they don't want. This, they want a man. Trust me, as a man, where I can find like really man? financially yeah. independent and is like, hey, I can do this. I find that sexy as hell yeah. that she's not like, hey, I need your credit card every five minutes. Right, right, you right. know, I do really appreciate. I just that. leave that at the door. Yeah, I know. It's true. It's true. It's though. true. And you can also, you don't need to brag to a guy about how many social media followers well, you like, have. Well, would never do that. Well, Emily, I think the younger generation, though, this is more important to them. Like, yeah. I don't care a rat's patoot. I don't okay, even know. But some, this is a thing, and people are do brag I'm about really that. I'm really important. I've got 500,000 followers. <laughs> well, they, no, but I'm just saying that. Guys, irregardless of the age, it doesn't matter. They no. don't. They're not. To they someone really who's care. trying to climb, though, it might matter. Well, maybe, maybe it will be. And climbers should hopefully find each other. <laughs> okay, yeah. go to vertical endeavors. Climbers should find each other. They recognize each other. They recognize the hunt, the look. They do. Oh, that All of that. Also, yeah. also, and I agree a thousand percent with Luann on this. And I tried to tell your dear friend, my niece of mine, about this. Okay, tell me that guys do not care, do not want to have the conversation. It's not in any way important to them. About how much you spent on if you love designer handbags or shoes. Oh, for Quinella, why would you even bring it up? Well, but but a lot of people like that is an important materialistic thing that they like, don't and they make the mistake of sharing it. And I'm just saying that you can save yourself. Because someone could rule you out just for that and just say, you know, you're too this materialistic. I spent. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. Think so wink. just, you know, just like. I, I love when like someone says, I got this cheap at Target and they love it or whatever. You know, I would I rather say hear that. don't mention you know, anything about yeah. money whatsoever, about anything like Good that. Call. It's yeah. just like. It's boring. Yes, especially okay. in the beginning. It's boring. Yeah. It's boring. And I can tell you what, I've never met a man who's enthusiastically wanted to engage with me in a conversation I've ever had on a deal or anything or anything. <laughs> Unless it's something for both of you. Yes. Like a kayak or yes. something. Or bed. Yeah. Yes. It's just like, do not bore me with the details. So. <laughs> Good tips. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all all due to, you know, Luann. Lori's best the friend. The deep conversation that we had over the weekend. <laughs> you know, what What can I tell? And if you want to follow the Luann, that are email getting out, Lori. All the newbies, though, people get up, get out there dating. And I just thought, you know, I would just give, you know, the, the heterosexual advice because I could, you know, relate to what Luann was uh, telling me. And I knew some of this myself. As a result of my uh, frequent uh, dating that happened years 21 ago. 21 years ago. That's right. <laughs> I agree. Don't talk about money. But if I did hear um, and I was on a date and the girl said, hey, a couple mm-hmm. weekends from now, you want to go up to my uh, parents' cabin up in Brainerd? 
yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That would totally get totally. you. Totally. Yeah. Totally yeah. get you hooked a little bit. But, Not but gonna see, lie. to me, I would wait to throw out that cabin. I want to see how exactly how. That's the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it. See don't dangle the. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't dangle the big you might stuff be right away. To something you don't even like the person, that's, and then you're committed. That's correct. Look at that therapy session we just. All had. right, we and if you have questions, you can email us at Lori and Julie at my talk. <laughs> We'll try our best. We're going to try our best. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with, we saw it coming, but it came. I'm still laughing when Dan was on with us playing Finish the Taylor Swift Lines, (laughs) and how he manipulated his youngest daughter to have her first concert be Paul McCartney, instead of... Um, Selena Gomez yeah, yeah, or Miley yeah. Cyrus. Yeah, that was no. the one at Target Field, I bet, right? That yeah. was so funny. All right, so um, just want to know if you've been listening earlier, we have all the makeup that Bri- Bri- Brian mm-hmm. spelled so difficult for me to say his name. <laughs> it does look like it's Byron. It's Byron it, is how it's spelled, spelled. But it's pronounced Brian. So he's a combo to me, like yeah. Brian. So it's like a dyslexia like of the highest order. It's just yeah. very it's, difficult for me to always. For me yeah. and you, you both. For I, both. Even so, for me, I look at it and I, I want to call him by I know, the wrong and name. And he's so great. And he does product, product research and all of his stuff is good. So we have the makeup that he said gave us some good cheap drugstore makeup that goes the distance today earlier in the show. But here's the latest breaking news. And no one is surprised because even you, who is willing to watch crap longer than anyone I know has even dropped out. Mm -hmm. So HBO is cutting its losses with the TV show, the idol. Good. um, And it's going to end this Sunday. It's over. Like they're not even going to, they made a sixth episode. They're saying this Mm -hmm. Sunday, yesterday, they only got 130,000. Yesterday was only the fourth episode. Last week, the rumor was that it was going to shut down after the fourth episode. Yeah. Because the weekend, the record label is fearing what it's doing to, to his, his career, career. His, his music thing. And uh, it, this doesn't surprise me because this was the rumor. There were there are six there are six episodes. Mm-hmm. There are. But no one is watching it. And the watching that's happening is hate watching um, they, of the highest order. There has been major 133,000 viewers only. Oh, oh boy. Yesterday. Wow. Um, so next Sunday will be the last and that will be the fifth. We thought there would be six, whatever. But there was major creative disruptive things happening when the sh- when the show was being filmed. This is even after the creative differences. When the director, Amy Schmitz, left after three episodes because she saw the disgusting direction of this barely watchable porn fest. Mm-hmm. And she clashed with The weekend, who cannot act. It cannot act. And last summer, we got wind of this yes. a year ago because Rolling Stone did an expose. Yes. On the fact that this showrunner left, that it was these creative differences and that it was, you know, the the star yeah. because it was a starring thing that they gave to the weekend. But uh, I mean, I did see a still Pain. from this Sunday night's uh, past episode and he um, the weekend as Tedros, his character he unbraided his little rat tail and let the hair fan out over his shoulder. This is changing how you feel about him, though. I I do, and I know this is a character, but we know he's behind this character. The idea. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the jokes, like you guys talked about last week, the, the Epstein Island jokes. Take, but like take they're whole... just chopping it off and saying that's it. That So it won't even really matter how it ends. It's just going to end with the fifth episode. Right. Because the story, at least from what I follow in reading different reviews, is the story still hasn't gotten, like her whole label knows that Tedros... The nightclub guy is a bad dude, but no one gets her away from him. You know, uh, she like there isn't one person that has an influence on her and protect her. Yeah. And it keeps just going like a hamster on. It just goes around and around. And then he just talks like this is the first time she's ever experienced BDSM sex. You know, she's never been bossed around in the bedroom and talked that level of dirty. So she finds mm. it all very exciting and it's helping her creatively. And it's also making, giving her a lady, you know, boner. Oh, I mean, my goodness. I'm just explaining all yeah, of this. That. So it's like her first time kind of a thing. So you don't feel as bad about her, but it doesn't, it goes all over the place. At least in the two episodes that I watched, I was like, I couldn't, they should just let the, um, they should have let the natural instinct would have been to get rid of this guy. Yeah. You uh, know, has HBO ever done this? To I've never heard one of their major projects where they're just like, they're not even going to finish it. I mean, at least like, I've you know, you've had like Rome, which was awesome, but it was canceled due to money after only two seasons. Yeah, no, I don't but think I don't so. think this is ever. I mean, HBO with the, or what, the one show, was it Spartacus or the one guy died? Oh, yeah, Spartacus. Well, that was Stars. Yeah, Stars. Stars. Yeah, that was, Stars. That was yeah. kind of that like was a, a, great show. Yeah. a thing that happened. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think I personally, I mean, of all. All the of all the, of the last ten years, all the Sunday night shows, some have been stopped a little early due to finance, but yeah. never like this. I've yeah. never heard anything a this walk bad. Away. Yeah, but it's that bad. Yeah, but it, yet, yet people like Jenny from BTS and people like Lily. It's not like if affecting them. It's not affecting them. It's him. It's, it's, it's his is, character, and yeah. we know his career, he his music career. Rewrote it yeah. and had the power to change the script. Yeah, and the script. Shows this very ugly person. Yes. And it's like, you know, and you guys talked about this too in the past. The last time he had complete control of something was his Super Bowl halftime show, which not nearly as bad when it comes to sexual sexuality yeah. and all that, but it was a horrible halftime show. Let's yeah. be real. And he, oh. he he touted it as it was going to be something yeah. so unique, so different. Yeah. Out of I this loved world. his music. Yeah. I loved his music, but the show was yeah. awful. Yeah, I'm done. It, it was the, 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 the halftime show I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I know. It was awful. Well, he was saying it was going to be the most unique Super Bowl experience of all time. This was, is this is not a you know this no one can spin this. I wonder if anyone likes well. him as a person. Like who are his friends? Yeah, yeah, no, they probably do, and that's what's so baffling about all of it is that like truly at the heart of it all, he's just a great guy, and he got lost in his own ego, ego, and thought that he was he a better act. producer, actor, and judge. Of, We're talking about the weekend. Yeah, yeah, he thought he could you know? do it all. Yeah. People, this is what happens, Julia, you know. When you become a big success? Yeah, I mean, it kind of, it does happen. Thank God we haven't. No, I know. We've (laughs) kept our feet in the ground. We've got... uh, Thank God we don't have to worry about that. Right. Jeez, think of the pressure. I know it.
Oh, my gosh. What was the Kevin Costner story we never got to today? He wanted to file for divorce first, first. and he was mad that she beat him. Now, why is he leaking? Why is that story leaking out? That's an interesting quirk. I don't know. That's an interesting thing that we know from court documents. All I know is Mm -hmm. after I watched, we watched The Verdict. Yeah. The ads that came up were Kevin Costner's first movie, No Way Out. Oh, that's a great movie. That is such a great, Grant, this is another good movie for you. Yeah, no, no way, way, out. Okay. way out. I'll check it out. It's like great. Everyone went out and had limousine sex after oh, that movie. I with, swear, with an officer and a gentleman. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's an epic limousine sex scene in that. And movie. the other big part of the bombshell, Kevin Costner was his wife is claiming that he told their kids about. We the divorce. knew that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did with a Zoom. With a and, Zoom and, meeting, but you know, but this is the kind of thing that a, parent people don't agree on telling. Oh dear, it's all just such a messy mess. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, happy Monday. Well, tomorrow we have one of our favorite authors on us. And if you're a Fiona Davis fan, oh she's going to be with us tomorrow. And her latest book, The Spectacular, is the bomb. We'll Amazing. be back tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Job done. Off you go.